Hey, welcome back. It's uh, good to see you again. Good to speak to you again because I can't really see you. But, anyways, um, we'll start off today with a little quote by Hippocrates. Uh, the father of medicine. Um, and the quote goes something like, Before you heal someone, ask them if they are willing to let go of the things that made them sick. Um, pretty powerful quote. Um, am I willing to give up the things that made me sick? Now, some of these things can include... And, you know, this applies to various areas of life, as always. Uh, but we're, we're talking health-wise here. Um, and these, these things include excessive booze, Netflix, scrolling, weed, sitting on your ass, being a jerk, being negative, being mean to yourself. These things make you sick, literally. Physio physiologically and emotionally, um, it, it's it's very well documented, and there's you know this is not a new thing that your emotions affect you physically, like they change the chemistry of your body and can make you sick. And do make you sick. And, you know, I'm fortunate to be able to work with people who understand this and want to give up the things that made them sick. A willingness to change is important. In order to change, to get to somewhere where you want to be, which in this case might be being lean, strong, healthy, and vibrant, right? A willingness to change is important. If you are not willing, it's not going to work. Everybody is able to. So you need to be willing and be able. Right? So I'm very lucky that the people that I get to work with that, that are drawn to what I do understand this and want to want to move in that direction. They want to let go of the things that made them sick to begin with. They don't want to continue to do those things. Right? Because being lean, strong, and vibrant is hard enough as it is, but if you don't want to stop the things that made you sick, like being mean, sedentary, and gluttonous, just, you can forget about it. It's not going to work. You know, a lot of people ask me how to get shredded, how to get leaner, how to lose fat. A lot of people ask me that. And, you know, usually I'll joke around like a lot of people have been asking me about, you know, this and that. But a lot of people do ask me about how to get shredded, how to lose fat. And not all of them want to stop counterproductive behaviors. Most don't. And another thing that adds to the confusion is like, some people don't know what some of the counterproductive behaviors are. Actually, many people don't know what the counterproductive behaviors are. I forget who said this, but 
you can't see the label from inside the bottle. You don't know what you don't know. And so really, like, the fastest path forward is to be able to let go and just go into it and just be willing to find out. That's that's tough to do. You know, I'll tell you from experience, like, I struggle with many things that I want to improve and change and get better at. And you're so entrenched in what you think and what you quote-unquote know that it's really difficult to, like, let down your, all of your knowing and what you know to be true to be able to get that information, right? Like, and that's what, and as far as fat loss goes, that's where most people are at. They, they don't, they don't want to let go of some of their counterproductive behaviors. Like, give you a small example of somebody's, like, uh, was like, uh, you know, how, how do I track iguanas? Iguanas is a Mexican restaurant out here in San Jose. And I'm like, uh, well, why do you, well, I can answer that question for you very easily, but why do you want to eat at iguanas? Like, do you have to eat at iguanas? Because knowing how to track the calories at iguanas is like, knowing calculus, and you never went to algebra, so, yeah, I mean, I can tell you, but is that really going to help you, like, you're really not going to understand anything, and it's, it's not going to, and I could even show you how to do that problem, and then it still won't matter, because you didn't learn the fundamentals of, like, what's actually happening here, so, you know, to this person, it's like, if, if, they, if you really do want to lose fat and make this easy and know how to do this forever, like, go back and learn algebra. Only eat foods that you can track easily so you can start to learn the basics and, the, and you can start to learn the algebra, right? Like, you, once you know that, you'll be able to figure out and have a grasp of how to track iguanas. But you don't have the skills. Like, you don't know what uh, ounce of sour cream looks like you have no clue and on top of that you don't know what kind of calories it might have what might it consist of but if you track enough things for long enough that are easy that are definitive like you know like they have a label you will know the answers to that and then when i tell you you it'll make sense to you right so but not all of the not everybody, and then obviously this is a client, and she was like, oh, hell yeah, of course, that makes total sense, right, and that's what my job is, to be your corner man, to, to be able to see the blind spots that you can't see, that's really the benefit, the benefit of, of hiring a coach is that they give you all the answers, the benefit is that they show you where your blind spots are, and allow you to go back and learn what needs to be learned not only just like psych, like uh, intellectually, but through experience, and then be able to walk that path with you. That's the benefit of, of a good coach, right? Um, and sh- she was like, "Oh my god, that totally makes sense." And you know, all of a sudden, like, and she was, and she did say, like, "Oh, I just wanted to, like, I I don't know why I wanted to eat iguanas. I just like it was just like, oh, I want to eat iguanas, right?" not even considering for a moment that there's actually various options that would actually benefit your learning. 
um, and still tastes good, like, you know, don't be so stubborn with yourself, right? But, like I said, most people want, they don't want to stop counterproductive behaviors, and they'd rather I tell them what the secret hack is, and my response to these people is to slowly and awkwardly back away, because as Hippocrates says, before you heal someone, ask him if he's willing to give up the things that made him sick, and if no, I will be backing away awkwardly. Anyways, uh, that's it for this particular episode. Um, I am doing the enchilada challenge in February, so I uh, got a little softer than I wanted. Uh, my standard for being lean is, or my desire is a little bit higher, and I really like being lean all the time. And over the past month or two, I've gotten a little bit relaxed. And although you know, I mean, I can still flex and have and have a six pack, but is is not where I want it to be. So I'm doing the enchilada challenge, which basically it will benefit because. If you, if you watch it and you pay attention to what's going on, you're going to see a couple of things. Um, number one, the most obvious one is that, yes, you know, you can eat the things and you must eat the things that you like in the right quantities to be able to uh, and, and still lose fat, right? That's the obvious one, obviously. There's many examples of this where, you know, Jordan Syed, my dear friend, um, name dropping, um, did the Big Mac challenge. You know, there's people who did the ice cream diet, the Twinkie diet, all kinds of people who have shown that you can lose fat in any with any food in a calorie um, controlled um, quantity. And improve health markers, right? Because having excess fat is actually more damaging to health markers than it than a quote unquote bad food, which there is none, right? A food is a food is a food, and then the quantities and the context of your body is where the food becomes good or bad, right? And even then, it's not like it doesn't need to be good or bad. It's just there's no morality here. It's just, you know, there's no judgment here. It's, well, too much body fat moves you towards heart disease and high blood pressure and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, it's also a function of how much muscle and strength that you have because the environment that you put the food into is more important than the food itself. So you could take the same food, put it into a non-muscular, physically weak environment, and then you could throw in excess body fat in there, and that food will be, you know, very dangerous. Like, it's going to cause unpleasant problems for that person. But you could take the same food, and maybe even in a higher quantity, and put it into an environment of lots of plentiful muscle that gets used all the time with lots of strength physical strength and that food won't cause they won't do anything there will be no negative or unpleasant or undesirable effects 
Something to really think about. It's not the food that matters. It's the environment of your body or the context of your body that you put it into that really matters. Right? So that that's uh that's another thing that you know you've seen i mean but the reason i was bringing that up is because you know you've seen these calorie control challenges and people losing fat but also their health markers increasing right and so that's one of the reasons why um but you know i want to show a little bit more in depth of like how you can not only like control calories but also be peaceful while you do this Many people think that you got to be a lunatic and like obsessed and crazy and stressed out and anxious to track calories. And actually, you don't. And, you know, it's it's never the thing that you're doing. It's who you're being while you're doing it and how what your approach is and, you know, how you think about things. Um, like, are you enjoying like are you engaged in enjoying things? Right. And so it might look like obsession to somebody, but to that person if they're doing it correctly you'll notice the the nobody tells you know gordon ramsay dude you're you're obsessed with cooking like what, what are you doing man like everyone's amazed because how much he loves what he does and the things that he creates right so why would it be different if you want to create a spectacular body and health it's, it's the same thing you know, and if somebody wants to make a lot of money, it's not a problem. It's everyone's like, oh, that's so awesome. And they track everything and they're on top. They try to find every opportunity to make more money, save money. And that's applauded. But if you're trying to make your body magnificent, it's looked down upon or it's pushed away as obsessive or anxious or a negative behavior. It's, it's none of that, you know, because you can do the same thing with money. You can turn it into a unpleasant experience and, and have a negative outcome or experience of it if you approach everything with that type of thinking or or being, right? Like, if you feel shitty every time you spend any money, then, yeah, like, you could save up a shit ton of money and make a bunch of money, but is that really what you want? Is that really enjoyable in that way, right? So it, it's never the thing itself. It's always you and your being inside of or as you do it, right? And if you want to get, you know, you could go down the uh, metaphysical and spiritual direction or path with this as well of like, you know, be, do, have, right? And that's the whole thing about if you want to have something, you got to do something, but in order to do something, you got to be something. So the being actually is the foundation of it. Like, who are you being while you're doing it? Because otherwise, it's, you're not going to do things very consistently, and then you're not going to have what you want, right? People just focus on the having of what they want, and which is why they have problems. Because if you are a person who is, you know, always negative or or you know feeling angry or upset or frustrated about and like you know just uh, having an unpleasant attitude or being towards weight and food and and life and things then you're not going to have the thing that you want you can't like you don't have you know complainers who magically turn into successful happy rich people with shredded abs 
it doesn't work like that because who are they being, right? You have to get the being part first and then everything else kind of comes after that. So it, it's, it's, you know, but, but everybody can see that. You can observe that in everybody around you and in yourself. So anyways, I'm doing the enchilada challenge because I need to get shredded again. And yes, I'm not as, as uh, I don't have as much fat um, as what most people would consider to be overweight. But to me, it doesn't look good, doesn't feel good. And um, this is a great opportunity to kind of show that whole journey and like really see how I think about things and what my approach is. And, and the, really the big, big skill set that I would want somebody to take away is how I look at everything with this measurement. This is how I measure everything. Can I adapt and can I be, can I respond to every situation? Because there is gonna, every single day is gonna throw new things. So the plan, the quote unquote plan is gonna go out the window. And you're gonna see that. You're gonna see things happen each day and me making adjustments and changing and you know, being resilient which is going to cause the effects because the people who are stuck on having the perfect plan and then being able to follow it perfectly, they're the ones who are always frustrated and never consistent because there's no world where everything goes according to plan and smoothly, right? So those are the kind of things that I'll like document and show and, and walk you through. Um, website's probably not up yet, but you know, enchiladachallenge.com will be up there. Probably be a book with this, enchiladabook.com, enchiladaworkshop.com. Um, just, you know, ways to um, uh, stay in touch with what's going on, how what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, all that good stuff. Um, I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, Enchilada Workshop is probably your best bet. Uh, that's going to be up the, the, the soonest. And then, um, we'll get the enchilada challenge up pretty soon. But in the meantime, you know, you can always find, uh, I'm going to keep updating on Instagram at rambeard.sangara. And, you know, it's all about being peaceful and extremely successful and enjoying things all at the same time, not you know, one without the other, or so on and so forth, but everything, all of it, uh, which is possible, and which I have figured out for sure with, you know, the body, it's taken me, you know, this has been a, a journey of about 15 years-ish, maybe a little bit more, but uh, it's definitely possible for anybody, and, and it takes as long as it takes, and it's really pays to be nice to yourself, and, and continuously being gentle with yourself so that you can put yourself, you know, in the direction and nudging yourself forward every single day. Um, it's really, it just feels good. And that's kind of my whole mission is like helping people feel good while they do this stuff. Um, I know a lot of people, like a lot of my clients, they're very successful in whatever they're doing, but they just couldn't, like they can't figure out this piece and they can't figure like they get you know, they're trying to figure out why this piece hasn't worked. And, you know, that's where in the whole body and fat loss is very frustrating to people. And, and that's, that's kind of what my, that's my skill set of how to enjoy everything and be shredded and be peaceful 
and not make a big deal out of it it's that's that's my that's my jam so um again enchilada challenge coming this month it's already started and you know i'm i'm posting stuff so follow me on instagram and um remember what hippocrates said <laughs>